Welcome to the Becoming One podcast, where as the church, we learn to pursue peace in a divided world. Here is your host, Pastor Sean Wilson. Hey, good afternoon. I hope everyone is doing well today. And today I have a little bit of a, um, a message just to share uh, a, a few words of wisdom. I'm going to ask this question today. Um, what, what really are believers supposed to do? If you think if you think that you know the answer to that question, I'll, I'll, I'll just just jot it down and, and give me about five minutes of your time today. Um, one of the things that I see, especially in the social media world um, with Facebook, um, Twitter and all these other social media outlets, um, even here on with podcasts, there are so many people that have um, deemed themselves as voices of the Lord to the multitudes. Um, and to be quite frank, many of them are unlearned. Um, they're operating out of their own opinions and not out of the totality of the scripture. They're not, they're not very learned in the entire book, but they communicate as if they are learned. Um, and it causes, a lot of strife in the body of Christ because it's, it's like babes who are trying to communicate things that they have not necessarily experienced or completely understand. I think that, that, um, that is a problem in the body of Christ is that social media has now become the greatest ground for the most devastation because we have people, individuals, they may be believers, they may be babes, and some of them may not even be believers, but they don't understand what the Lord has called us to do as believers in the body of Christ. Now, let me make this clear. This is this is the main thing I'm going to talk about today is dealing with the COVID vaccine, the COVID vaccine. There are people that talk about, well, the COVID shot is evil. And if you take a COVID shot, then you evil too. Or the people pushing the COVID shot is evil. Well, you know, it's it's things like that where you have, you know that people are, are, are dying of an ailment. And the COVID is, is real. It's not fake. But there are people who choose to take the shot for themselves. And then there's others who say that that's, you know, they're not going to take the shot because they think it's evil. Got it. I'm not here to tell you not to or to what I'm talking to. I want to talk to believers today. I want to talk to those who profess Jesus as their Lord, the one who saved them, you know, 15 years ago when there wasn't a COVID vaccine. The one who, when they was born again and received the Holy Spirit 20 years ago, when there was no COVID vaccine or issue, right? Why am I talking to these people? Because I'm, I'm trying to wrap this around my head is that all of a sudden people's faith is being questioned because they choose to take a shot or choose not to take one. I'm not choosing sides. I'm only on the Lord's side. I often tell people we got to stop the pendulum from swinging. One only way to stop the pendulum from swinging 
is to not be on either side, but to be in the middle. You got to stop it in the middle. And today, my goal is to stop it in the middle. What do I mean by that? Is it the believer's responsibility? Is my brother and my sister's responsibilities to judge me because I take the COVID shot or not? Is it the responsibility of my brother and my sister to do that? Is that the message that we should be proclaiming throughout the land? No, that's not the message that we should be proclaiming throughout the land. I will, I will tell you that the message you should be proclaiming throughout the land is the gospel. That's what we should be proclaiming throughout the land. Because that's the only thing that saves people. Now, to question whether your brother and sister are saved and to question their faith because they have decided to take a shot, which they consider measures to preserve their lives. It's a travesty. It's 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 ignorant at its highest level. I'm trying to contain myself because as a pastor, and when I say as a pastor, I'm not the world's pastor. I pastor a small congregation. I'm a servant leader. I lead it. We take care of the ministry. We take care of the people in the ministry. Amen. That's what the call is in local ministry. But we're part of the global church. And I just see it all the time where there's people who are on social media who have ordained themselves to teach the word of God. You know what? They don't even understand the severity of what they're doing and what they're saying because they don't honor God's word. The Lord says that teachers, there should not be many teachers because teachers will be judged greater than anyone else. They don't even fear that but they go out and they share messages as if God called them or gifted or equipped them to do what they're doing. But they know and honestly know that they have not even read an entire book of the Bible, but yet want to condemn people whom they call their brothers and sisters or who not. For a shot. Matter of fact, some of them even do it because of a person that's in a different political party that they're in. They want to judge them according to that. I will tell you right now, there are many people who think that they serve the one and only true God, Jesus Christ, our Lord, born of a virgin. That one. That's the one I'm talking about. They think that they believe in him and that they've been born again, but they are little whirlians. They act like the world. And if you have the spirit of God, there should be a check within you before you say things or even after you say things that says you shouldn't have said that. Or there's a unction that says, don't say that. I get that check. I get the check. It's like, don't say that. And I don't say it. Or you shouldn't have said that if I did say it. And you know what? Sometimes I say things that I shouldn't have say. I should not say. But there's more times than not when the Lord says, in my spirit, don't say that. I don't say it. It may not be something out of order, but it just may not be the time or the place to say it. 
This is a time and place right now. We have to be mindful of what we're supposed to be doing as believers. I will tell you in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 24, it says this. It says, the Lord's bondservant must not be quarrelsome. Who's the Lord's bondservant? Well, we know in 2 Timothy that, that Peter was teaching Timothy as a young minister of how he should conduct himself when he when he takes care of other believers, when he shares with other believers. Um, so this is instructions. He said that the Lord's bond servant, the one that that um, is a minister of God for the body, his church, must not be quarrelsome, but be kind to all. That, that means even in our words, that means even in our deeds, the way we talk to people, um, not making general statements and and judging people's faith by an appearance of things or a decision to do things. It says, but you must be also able to teach a bond servant, um, able to teach to explain what the scriptures possibly. Yes. And also a bond servant must be patient when wronged with gentleness See, this is the part that we're missing with gentleness, correcting those who are in opposition. If perhaps God may grant them repentance, leading to the knowledge of the truth. So this is other brothers. We're supposed to be correcting them. So that means that believers do make mistakes. Some of them are not doing everything correctly. But how do we do it is the most important thing. It says with gentleness. Well, let me tell you something. Gentleness cannot be executed or shared or extended unless we have received it. Gentleness, see, gentleness is. We learn gentleness through the ministry of Jesus. And a lot of people was like, well, look how Jesus talked to the Pharisees. Well, the Pharisees had a different father. See, you must understand, not all of the Pharisees were children of God, in a sense. I know, I know people, if you, listen, if you don't read the word of God, that may sound strange to you. But those who do read the word of God, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Even on the day when um, John the Baptist was being was baptizing the people. When Jesus was being baptized, there were some Pharisees that showed up. And he said, who invited you? Who invited you? Also, I remember Jesus says, if if you were um, the sons of God, then guess what? They would receive Jesus. The people got. I'm just trying to tell you something. Gentleness, Jesus shared, he, ex, he extended gentleness. Gentleness is a fruit of the spirit. So I know Jesus shared it. He was gentle with people. And those that are born again are also gentle with people. We, we repeat what we receive because this one spirit is a spirit that lives in us. 
We have been born again by this spirit. All right. So in verse 25, it says with gentleness, correcting those who are in opposition. So we correct people with gentleness. We correct people with gentleness. Gentleness does not mean I'm going to tell people and say, that's what I said. So that's what I said. No. Gentleness is it is actually considering what you say to a person because you desire that it benefits them and not hurts them. So that means that you'll take your time and and really devise a way to where you have words that are filled with wisdom in how you handle your brother and your sister. Paul said, I became all things all men in hopes that I might win some, right? So it was it was four different people that was mentioned, those that was weak, those that was um, Jews and those who were under the law. So he said he he became under those things to speak to them. So he spoke to them on their level. So he used wisdom in hopes that he might win some. So the goal was to win, not lose. I believe there's many people, the way that they talk, they're really trying to lose people. They're not trying to gather sheep. They're trying to scatter sheep. Because they forgot that the grace that they received is not their own. The mercy that God extends, they don't extend it. They charge for it. Let me let me show you this. I'm, and I'm not talking about money. I'm not talking about money. Let's go ahead. Verse 25 again. Second Timothy chapter two, verse 25. With gentleness, correcting those who are in opposition, if perhaps God may grant them repentance, leading to the knowledge of the truth. So some people will not have the complete knowledge of the truth. But being born again is not having about it's not about having complete knowledge. It's about having complete trust. It's about having complete trust. Let's keep that in mind. Verse 26, and they may come to their senses and escape from the snare of the devil, having been held captive by him to do his will. Right now, I'm trying to tell people to stop judging your brothers on things that are not essential to the Christian faith and be patient with them and bear the infirmities of the weak and quit trying to pretend like you know everything. The Lord did not tell you to tell people to stop taking the COVID shots. The Lord did not tell you to tell people to take the COVID shots. The Lord presents things and we can either take them or not, but whatever we do, we need to have faith when we do it. If we don't have faith, it's then considered sin. Romans 14, one of my favorite chapters of the Bible. Why? It's one of my favorite chapters of the Bible because it explains something to me that there are two types of people in the body of Christ. In in Romans 14, um, verse one, it says, now, accept the one who is weak in faith. There's one that's weak in faith, but not for the purpose of passing judgment on his opinions. So now we got brothers and sisters who are weak in the faith, but we don't accept them for the purpose of passing judgments on their on his opinions. Could the COVID shot, whether we take it or not, could that be an opinion? Could that be based off of someone's opinion about what they should do? 
I think it's I think so. I think everybody has an opinion on whether they should take it or shouldn't take it, but each one has to make their own decision. I'm sure the elderly think a little different about it. I'm sure people who have lost four people in their family due to the virus thinks a little bit different about it than someone who does not. And I think that as we as believers, if we don't start to sit back and just shut up. And I had to use that word because we need to just be quiet on things that they do not pertain to us in our decision making process and to make people feel guilty or less than because they didn't make the same decision according to your opinion as you that they're no they're not they're less than anything that's someone that is ignorant to what the real body of Christ means the body of Christ means there that we are one it's one body it's one body when the body starts to have an attack on the body, your natural body, it's called disease or it's called cancer. There is a cancer in the body of Christ and it's called self-righteous, ignorant babes with the platform. That's the cancer. People who extend their realm of responsibility and authority beyond themselves to others. The Lord never told us to do that. Here, let me read this Romans 14 too. It says one person has faith that he may eat all things, but he who is weak eats vegetables only. The one who eats is not to regard with contempt. Contempt are personal attacks. I don't know. I don't think people really understand what it means to show contempt to another individual. To show contempt is to attack a person with an intent to cause harm. That's what it means to regard to regard someone with contempt. Even in a way that we talk to them. Is another another example when it talks about contempt. So when we talk about detent contempt, we also talk about disdain and despise to treat someone contemptuous as if completely worthless or despicable. So we don't treat people as being completely worthless or despicable because of their opinion about what they how they're honoring God. What if someone is taking the shot because of someone else? They're trying to protect other people. What if people who take the shot works in the healthcare system and they're taking it so that they don't, they not only protect their family, but, but they protect the people that come into the hospital that don't have COVID. So now you, you get on your platforms and you talk about how people are evil or those that take it as evil, all of these different things, but you have no idea. You don't exemplify or show any form of love. Tell me what form of love is it to call your brother and your sister stupid and idiots to, to, um, to try to get them to do a certain thing. What we need to do is we need to take a step back and say, you know what? That's their life. They have to make their decisions based off their decisions. 
is based off what they say. All things are lawful for me, but all things are profitable. All things are lawful for me, but I shall not fall under subjection of any. What does that say to me? That says that I got to make a decision on what's best for me. It may be free for all, but for me, it don't work. And I got to I got to make that decision because this is how my, my body operates. This is how I operate. And, and you know what? Now that I think about it, I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, why do I have to talk about the freedom that we have to make the, the choices and decisions about our bodies? As a believer. And I'm talking about the one thing. The COVID shot. That's what I'm speaking about. So the one who eats is not to regard with contempt the one who does not eat. And the one who does not eat is not to judge the one who eats for God has accepted him. What if you judge somebody that God has accepted? Like, like, honestly, what if you're judging well, who God has already accepted. Verse four says this, who are you to judge the servant of another? To his own master, he stands or falls and he will stand for the Lord is able to make him stand. Why are you judging your brothers and sisters in regard to their personal conviction and what they're doing with their own body. Who gave you the platform or the mandate to tell people who and when to take shots? We have allowed too many politics and worldly influence to enter into the pulpits because now Christians think their responsibility is to be the echo of the most political popular decision as it pertains to the Lord and the kingdom. The kingdom of God and the, and the kingdom of this world are two different things. The kingdom of God has a king. The one in this world has what? A prince or presidents. America is not a Christian nation. I'm going to say this again. America is not a Christian nation. I'm going to say this also. The COVID shot is not the mark of the beast. It's not. It's not the mark of the beast. You know who sleep? The ones that don't understand how to love. Those are the ones that are asleep. It's not the ones that figure things out. It's the ones who are asleep. The ones who are asleep in the body of Christ are still self-righteous. They're still judgmental. They have not seen what grace means. They have not understood what it means to have mercy. They don't understand what it means to bear the infirmities of the weak. They don't understand what it means to not allow your evil to be um, your good to be evil spoken of. They don't understand what it means to love the brethren. They don't understand what it means to be humble with one another. They don't understand what it means to esteem your brother higher than yourself and not to have a reputation for yourself, right? Not to, um, when we talk about allowing your light to shine, people don't understand what that means to not to allow your light to shine. 
They don't understand what it means to be the salt in the earth or ministers or servants to the body of Christ. Yielding oneself to the word of God. That's what I wanted to talk about today. I'm going to cut this short, but we need to stop judging our brothers because guess what? God has accepted them. He has accepted them. And the way we treat one another is the way we treat the Lord. I used to go in youth facilities, and one of the things that I seen in the youth facilities was it was something called self-harming. That's what this reminds me of. The church as a body is self-harming. When I went into these facilities and they were self-harming, this was the kids would do. They would cut themselves to to, uh, make themselves, um, it would hurt, but it would distract the pain. See, the, the, the reason is, and why do I say it's the church? Because some people are out there, they're hurt, and the only way they feel good is by hurting others. Self-harming mentality. Self-harming. It's a distraction from their own pain. Just think about that. Think about Just think about that. It's it's sad. It in um it's really, it's really heartbreaking. It's really heartbreaking that we would sit here and think and believe that our job is to judge our brothers according to their opinions about how they take care of their bodies as if you're taking care of yours 100% correct. I, I served in the military for 22 years. I definitely have been places deployed and I have taken shots of all sorts. Anyone has been to the military, they, they know, they know that first when you're in reception station and how you get, they just line you up. You roll up both sleeves. You're going through. You don't even know what they're shooting in you. They they annotate and everything, but that's not a discussion at that point. And I'm here. I'm still here. I'm here today because I trust the Lord in what I do. I, I take the things that I can control. I pray about them. And if it's for me to do, then I do them. And guess what? The Lord protects me in those things. And I think we need to allow everyone the opportunity to allow the Lord to work in their lives because we're not the Holy Spirit in the lives of people. I know I talk longer than than I should have today, but I really want to get that off my chest. And I know that 
social media, man, I, I will tell you, sometimes, sometimes it can be a good thing. But there are times where it's just, oh my goodness. It's just, it's, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. Thank you for stopping by. Please share the podcast and have a great, wonderful evening. Love your brother. Be blessed. Thank you for joining us today on the Becoming One podcast. We request that you please like, share, and subscribe to our station, YouTube channel, and Facebook page. Remember, to pursue peace in a divided world, we, the church, must organize, neutralize, and evangelize. Let's become one.